playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. Welcome back, my people. Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino. What is popping? Oh my God, it's glad to be back. I hope everybody's new year was amazing. Nobody drank too much. Nobody got crazy. Nobody woke up the next day in somebody else's house you know what i'm saying hopefully y'all brought in the 2020 constructively with empowerment i hope y'all brought 2020 in the new decade with some positive 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 shit i know the last two episodes everybody was hitting me up like yo when you're coming back yo um i like these little filler episodes i hope you're coming back well guess what i'm back now I'm back with some heat. You know what I'm saying? I'm back with some heat. I hope you guys enjoyed your 2020. My God, I had a fucking blast. Um, the I spent it with my family, of course, and a bunch of friends also. You know what I'm saying? And I basically, you know, spent it in my cousin's house. Had a great time. Um, I wasn't, to be honest... Like, I wasn't going to really spend the whole night in Manhattan. I was going to literally just be in Manhattan and then drive back home. But, you know, I, was, I wasn't I was drinking, but I, I was having a great time. And I found out that, you know, suspension, like suspension of parking was going to happen the next day. And I said, fuck it, I might as well just stay. So, you know, I just had a great... So, shout out to my cousin. Shout out to that, to, to him. And... All the other craziness that we had that that night, that shit was insane. But um, you know, I I always said this. I always said this. The way you bring in 2020 is a reflection of how your whole year is going to turn out. I think I don't know. I'm not too sure. I think I said that same thing um on my last episode, the the episode 67. You know what I'm saying? I really hope I said that, but if I didn't, here you go. The way the, the way I see it and the way how I always carried myself and the way I ho- how I always uh you know went about the new year is the way you ca- the way you celebrate the new year coming in, the way you celebrate is the same way how your whole year is going to end. Like I mean, you know, go 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 on about. Basically, if you s- spend it by yourself, all pissed off your whole year is going to be by yourself, pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you spend it with a bunch of love, bunch of, of you know, constructiveness around you, then you're going to spend the whole year the same way. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I like to basically go about, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the new year. I want to start off the new year the same way how I want my whole year to go on. You know what I'm saying? So I hope hopefully that's a... That that that's a small insight on how I how I think. You know what I'm saying? So a couple of updates I want to give you guys. Um, if you guys haven't been on 
my Twitter or Instagram. You guys are fucking up because my Twitter and Instagram is the same thing. Radical underscore Latino underscore. All right. It's the same thing. So I did it for my Instagram and my Twitter people first. I unveiled my website. The website that I was talking about for the past couple of other, you know, episodes or whatever, I unveiled it and I unveiled it yesterday on my YouTube. You know, just use an introduction. I gave a quick little introduction to how my website is laid out. I want to give out a special shout out to all my people that helped me out with the website, all the ideas I was getting everything that I was implementing on the website. Big shout out to everybody. It's a very simple, simple, you know, website. Mind you, this website is going to grow and is going to evolve a lot more than it already is. So the reason why I even wanted to start a website is because I knew how YouTube was going to start implementing these new ideas and rules inside their platform and uh, for a lot of times they like to do that is because they want to weed stuff out that they deem you know disrespectful that they don't like and for the most part it's a lot of people that's doing constructive work that's talking against racism and they basically youtube just blankets the whole um gamut just like facebook saying, well, we're taking all of this shit out. You know, they get a couple of white supremacists here, but that doesn't really mean anything. You know, they got a couple of white supremacists, one, two or three, but then they'll take a whole black or Latin creative, like a whole gang of them, like 20 or 30 of them. But hey, listen, we're not racist. We just took three white supremacists out. You know what I'm saying? So they like to do shit like that. So that's the reason why I made my website. You guys can look at the description down below or just go to, you know, just go to my uh, website, RadicalLatino.com. That's it. Just type it in, RadicalLatino.com is very, very simple. You know, the homepage is basically an introduction of the website. Why I have it there is a hub for my supporters and my fans, you know, and also just, just to have everything, everything centralized. You know, have everything centralized just in case. Just in case, you know, I get, I get fucked over or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? just in case and the 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 thing is with the website i got my podcast there you guys can listen to my podcast on my website and even better if you still want to download you know apple google spotify whatever the case is just on, on the podcast uh tab just go all the way down and you'll and you'll still be able to download it i still have it everywhere else you know i have a about me um tab i'll also have a i also do have a um contact me tab so i'm gonna start having more um you know more content not content but i'm gonna have more uh, ads on the show because i've been getting some people contacting me about ads hey i want to i want to add space hey i want this hey i want that so you know that's that that's what i'm that's what i'm doing now so I'm gonna have a bunch of, you know, some ad space. I got two or three that's already contacted me um, throughout, you know, throughout the year, but I didn't really want to, you know, do business or whatever. I'm like, listen, let me get my following a little bit up. It's my following is not that crazy, but it's getting up there because, you know, I already got 3K, uh, 3,000 3, downloads already. And, you know, people are really feeling me, you know what I'm saying? So 
I'm a, I'm a, the next episodes, episodes going throughout that you're going to start hearing some ads in the beginning of it. You know what I'm saying? My ads or other people's ads, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and in one of the tabs, I have a donation button. Now, a few people already donated. So I want to give a big shout out to Rachel. She donated, you know, 25 bucks. Shout out to you. Um, another big shout out to Kyle. You know, he donated, you know, $33. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Kyle. You know what I'm saying? And also I want to give a other big, huge shout out to my girl named Vicky. You know, shout out to her. She gave him three bucks. So, you know, shout out to you. You know, give as much as you can. It's up to you guys. But I'm being very transparent on what I am getting these donations. And I'm being very transparent on what I'm going to be spending these donations. Not only are you supporting me and this platform and this content, you're also going to be su uh, supporting your communities. Why? Because I'll be donating and I'll be very transparent. I'll be donating all those proceeds and, you know, donations that I'm getting in to some community, uh, community organizations who are grassroots and that actually show that they're doing something for their communities. You know what I'm saying? So just give me some good communities that actually accept donations and all that. Put them in the, uh, you know, in the comments down below or hit me up on my DM on Instagram or Twitter or whatever the case is. So you guys could let me know which one is good. I'm not going to be fucking sending it to the Red Cross. No, fuck them. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to like one of them is I think King Tones joint, um, grow up and grow out or something like that. So I like, you know, stuff like that, you know, I'll be donating, you know, the new, I don't know if the new black Panther party has a donation tab. I don't know, but I'll be donating, you know, to them, you know, the EFF, I know they have their own donation. So I'll be donating to them. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm looking uh, onto doing. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be very transparent how much I'm donating how much I've got or oh, the way I'll be transparent about it is through my Instagram and Twitter. So I'll be like, listen, this is how much I got on my PayPal because it's all connected to PayPal. This is how much I got on my PayPal and this is how much I'm giving to, to the, to the place. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just letting, you know, yeah, I know because I, I know there's a lot of people out here that accept donations and then say, yo, I gave it to, you know, the farm women from Africa how much I, I gave them, you know what I'm saying? But they don't show you or tell you how much they gave or what they gave or how long they gave, you know what I'm saying? So I want to be very transparent when it comes to stuff like that. Very, very, very transparent. You know what I'm saying? Now the way I want my podcast to go, like I said, you know, I'm going to start introducing ads and all that other stuff. Also, I want to start a new podcast. It's not going to happen now. It's not going to happen now, but I want to start a new podcast in the future, in the future, in the future, in the future, in the future with at least, you know, two co-hosts. I want to at least have two female co-hosts or one female co-host. I'll, I'll decide it. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll try to see if I could live stream it. You know what I'm saying? And we'll talk more about entertainment and some politics here and there, but it's mostly going to be entertainment and all that. So I want to see how that is going to go. You know what I mean? But that's going to be later on. That's nothing now, but that's how I'm doing it. But my podcast now that I want to start getting more interviews, a lot more interviews, a lot more, um, deep things that we want to talk about 
and i that's what i want to implement you know what i'm saying i want to implement more things like that now moving on to my documentary that i'm working on like i said oh, that last time i haven't had that many interviewers so i had to scrap the whole thing and do it go from you know go back to the drawing board so right now it's like six to seven percent complete because i had to go back the thing is i already got the logo made and right now i'm working on the poster so once those two things are done i just gotta go copyright that and then you guys will see it in my instagram and my twitter you know that's my you know that's the movie poster this was gonna go and i'm gonna let you guys know how far in i am in production you know what i'm saying now something very interesting has been happening for the couple of weeks you know as you guys know i already made i made a couple of videos of butthead you know going at him or whatever the case is debunking his bullshit you know what i'm saying and i always pretty much said listen i'm gonna stop doing that i'm gonna basically still debunk his bullshit but i'm gonna stop going at him you know what i'm saying because the, i didn't go into this whole youtube thing to be a you know to be a fucking uh, bully you know what i'm saying to be a fucking clown you know i i, I didn't want to go into this whole thing to do that so the thing is um i've i've noticed that not only has butthead made some you know videos about me there's a bunch of other little fuck face widows making videos videos about me too you know what i'm saying and it's kind of funny how you got these little Dominican Uncle Festa looking motherfuckers who still live in their mom's basement, you know, who are mush mouth, who could barely talk. And they have all these technologies and computers around, but yet for some reason they still use their cell phone to, cap the, to, ca to capture the, a video on a computer. Like you can't figure it out, my man. Like, are you serious? And the thing is, they're just butt hurt and pissed off. You know, they make dumbass videos about me, to, like to discredit me, saying, oh, look, he thinks that, you know, white supremacy is this and all this other stuff. But yet, they're being discredited because I'm showing facts and they're just talking about me. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't have no charisma. They don't have nothing to really value. You know what I mean? They just talk a lot of shit. So the way I see it is, all the haters that I have and I'm getting, that must mean that I'm doing something right because they wouldn't be so pissed off about little old me doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? So I want to give a big shout out to the haters. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to my first, first topic. Cops faking incidences. Okay, so um, I want to give a big shout out to Chaotic Limited. He's on Instagram, chaotic.limited. He's always sending me stuff on, on my DM, literally news articles, left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right. Always. And I give him a huge, huge, huge shout out because he's always sending me those type, uh, type of articles. And the thing is that you know he's you know always so it, it takes me it takes me a good because he's doing it every day maybe in one day he sends me like four or five so i'm like oh shit, it takes me a while to like you know see him you know what i'm saying so when i do see him i really go in depth into like all right let's you know let's really see what's going on 
one article he sent me was that this cop got a McDonald's coffee, right? And it was he took a photo and he was writ it was written saying that says fuck pigs. Right? So he took a photo, went all crazy, the shit blew up, and it was like, see? Cops get harassed too. Uh-uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? There was another incident that this white um, police officer stated that uh, she uh, she saw something about cop. Hold on, I'm actually I'm actually read it right now. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Um. Oh, there it goes. Um, that she she was like basically stating there was a war on cops. By shooting herself and blaming fake black men, you know what I'm saying? So there, there's there's stories like this coming out almost every other day of these police officers going out here and faking the fu the the bullshit. Mind you, the first cop that got that fuck picked thing on his coffee, it turned out to be a lie. It turned out to be a lie. He, I believe he got fired or whatever, but he's not getting, he's not get, he got suspended, I think, but not getting fired or whatever the case is, um, for what I've read. And it was all a lie. And now this other officer shot herself and said there was, there's a war on cops and all this other bullshit family. This is something we have to understand that these people will not rest until all of us are out of here. Okay. We have to keep that shit 100% real. These people idolize us so much that they go out and put fake tanning injections, lips, um, plumpers, fake asses and tits, but yet don't want us around in their neighborhoods and just want us eliminated. You know what I'm saying? Because these are the type of things that they want to be victims so bad that that goes back to that white, you know, mentality where they're not being victimized whatsoever because system of white supremacy is holding them down so much that they literally have to reach for any sort or just even make shit up of any sort of oppression. And this is, uh, this is a fact. For example, on my Instagram, I posted, uh, things that I wrote down on Twitter and you know, about the impeachment and all this other stuff, but this is something that I wrote down on Twitter. I'm going to read to you guys. If you guys aren't following me on Twitter, you guys are fucking up, but this is something that I wrote on Twitter. Hold on. Let me try to see. Uh, all right. I wrote, let's remember one thing. Our job should not, is not to educate white people on the systematic practices of white supremacy racism. They're fully aware of what white supremacy is and what it does. Their tactic is to play stupid. Don't ever engage. Now, the reason why I put that there is because I put a post of Oliver Peck 
putting on blackface. If anybody doesn't know who Oliver Peck is, Oliver Peck is uh, one of the Ink Master guys on, uh, I think, was it TLC or something like that? He's from Ink Master. He's the, he's the, the biker looking dude or whatever. So he puts on blackface for a Halloween costume, right? So I put, you know, saying like, listen, Ink Master co-host Oliver Peck is, show, is showing himself putting on blackface. Nanny Fuller said, all white people, all white people, races or not, have the ability to practice white supremacy when and however they choose to. This right here is a perfect example of such practice being taking place. You gotta have to wonder why in the hell will white people want to put on blackface for? It's because they are fully aware of their position and what they're telling us is exactly what they think and view us as. White supremacy is a evil game that is practiced out in the open and in closed doors. Let's stop giving excuses for people like this. You know what I'm saying? So I put that and a bunch of people just came at me. Hey, is this really racism? One, one, one lady, she actually, she actually blocked me. You know, she goes like, she says, do you mind explaining to me how it's racist or exhibiting white supremacy? Generally curious family. I'm gonna tell you something right now. They're never curious. They are never, 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 never curious whatsoever. They're never curious. You know why? Because white folks invented white supremacy. There's the, they're the ones who made the rules. They're the ones who said, okay, black folks are here and white folks are here. Anybody in between, we get to choose who's white and who's black. That's basically it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's basically it. Later on, they changed the rules of whiteness, but it still stays the same, black or white. People could literally name themselves anything that they want. Indian, Cameroon, you know, uh, this and that. It doesn't matter. What do you fall under when the system of white supremacy comes knocking on your door? Black or white? And who chooses that? White folks. White folks chooses that. Regardless of however you want to be classified, however you want to see yourself, white people would let you know exactly who you are. They'll see you and they'll probably put white down on paper. That's totally fine. Go right ahead. But that's not going to contribute into real world benefits. White on paper never contributes into real world benefits. There's plenty of stories of white looking black people who were put down white on paper, still living in fucking trailer parks or, you know, uh, uh, or in housing projects. Plenty of stories of Latin people who could pass for white, but once they see who they are, phenotypically, they're not white and they're already mistreated. You feel what I'm saying? So shit like that, you shouldn't, we should never educate white people on this. Never educate white people on this. And I even went on and said, 
You're seriously asking me how putting on blackface as a white person is racist? White people invented racism and blackface. I think you know. And then me and her went on through this whole thing. I'm just asking because uh, I generally want to know all this other bullshit. That's not our job. Our job is not to educate them, which goes around to this same bullshit. These white cops, they know exactly what's going on. They know that they're, they're not being persecuted. Let's keep it real. Black and Latin people don't look at cops who want and want to shoot them. Let's keep it 100% real. The majority of us are scared of cops. I'm giving me as a personal example. Whenever I see a cop and he tells me to stop, let me search a vehicle, I don't think I have an option to say no. The law says that I have an option to say no, but is that going to translate into real world use? No, not at all. So these cops faking incidences is because they, they, they know exactly where they stand in the position of white supremacy. I've always said there's a reason why majority of cops are white. And those are the ones you really got to look at because the majority of cops who are white, they just want to exercise their white supremacy a tad bit more. There's a difference between a white supremacist and a white supremacist cop. A white supremacist is the one that is the, you know, the, the violent one who wants to go out here and stuff like that. He's buck wild. The white supremacist cop is the one that is more civil, doesn't go buck wild, but still practices the system of white supremacy because at any day he could go out and kill a black or Latin person and get away with it. A white supremacist that's not a cop could go out and do the same thing, but now he has to go either and lie about it, why he killed it. You know, he majority of the time he might still get away with it, but it really takes, you know, where their cameras, where their witnesses, you know, all that other uh, extra shit with a cop. It doesn't even have to do be like that. You know what I'm saying? So with these cops right here, they're faking incidences because they know exactly the position that they hold. They want to be victimized so much so they can at least have some camaraderie You're saying, listen, look, I'm victimized too, because every time I put on this suit and this badge, I'm already looked as a, let's, let's stop that bullshit. Let's stop that bullshit. All of us in the hood, quote unquote, in the hood, we don't, we're scared of cops. We don't look at cops any other way. We're actually scared of them. Let's keep it real. We're actually scared of them. Let's keep it hundred percent real. You know what I'm saying? I like, it's to the point where I don't even look at cops in the eye. I'm like, all right, you know, do your thing, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to keep it hundred percent real. We got to keep it hundred percent real. Anyway, moving on to my next topic in Washington. A bunch of fifth graders who were people of color, you know, black, black, black kids were told to act enslaved. I'm going to say that one more time in Washington, a school of fifth graders who were black were told to act enslaved. Now, the reason 
the school the school apologized and said listen we're sorry we didn't mean to blah 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 and all this other craziness which nobody should even take serious you know what i mean nobody should ever take serious but the reason why they gave for that you know um incident is because they said that they wanted to show everybody else how oppression feels they wanted to show everybody around them how treating someone else as you know less than human how demeaning that is and all this let's cut the fucking bullshit let's cut the bullshit these people know exactly what they do to us these people know exactly how they feel and if that was the case that they wanted to show how bad enslavement was why couldn't they do that to white people why couldn't they do that to white kids huh because one i'm gonna tell y'all something one y'all doing that to white kids there's gonna be a backlash way bigger you know what i'm saying people will really start getting fired have you ever seen when white people even feel um under uh, underpowered you know feel like their rights are being violated they shoot up schools you know what i'm saying they'll take shit into their own hands you know my father's a lawyer and you'll and that, and that'll be your ass you know what i'm saying come on let's keep it real let's keep it real we know exactly why two why you got to do it to these black kids regardless of their kids they're gonna they're still gonna be victimized outside of school so why you got to do it to these kids let's be real let's be real now you're further victimizing them come on you know what i'm saying come on they know exactly what they were doing because a hundred dollars they wouldn't do that to no jewish kids they wouldn't say hey timmy how about you go inside this closet so i can show you how it feels to be in the oven they wouldn't do that why don't you do that to white kids are the ones i need to understand this get a bunch of white kids and say all right pretend like you're enslaved you know what i'm saying that's what needs to be done you know what i'm saying so let's keep it real we have to keep it real we have to keep it real so they, they apologize and i heard that um some of the parents are either either gonna take it a little bit further and actually try to sue the school and i think i think they should because these people they're really they're really you know wilding out pretending like they don't know what the fuck they're doing they, they know what they're doing they know exactly what they're doing you know what i'm saying now moving on to my next topic you know what i'm saying moving on to my next topic world war three <laughs> first of all shout out to everybody and them fucking memes oh my god them shits were funny oh my god them shits is funny i saw i saw this one meme that said uh that said this is my grandpa 
in the future uh, in the future talking about how he survived world war three and is soldier boy <laughs> is soldier boy uh reenacting how what happened when them dudes came into his crib and he shot them up he was like yeah a nigga came up with me i got the drake you want <laughs> and I got my Cuban lick and I was just like, yeah, yeah, yo, that shit was hilarious. I was dying. I was like, oh my God, these fucking memes are horrendous. So, you know, shout out to all them people making memes and shit. But, um, the thing is why World War Three was such a big topic and why World War Three was such a big thing that was being talked about was because, um, during the week, um, Donald Trump went out and actually killed one of the Iranian, um, not was a prime minister or whatever the case is. One of the Iranian dudes or whatever. He, he was high ranking and he was actually, according to Trump, according to Trump, he was actually, uh, the reason why, um, he was, he actually planned some of the attacks on some Americans and all that other stuff. So he needed to be stopped and all this other shit. And I'm like, all right, you want to stop a motherfucker? All right, cool. Don't drag us into this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Don't, because let's be, let's be completely honest. First of all, do I think there's going to be a world war three? No, there's not. There's not going to be a, because Bush just the same thing. He went to Iran and Afghanistan and Iraq and all that. And there was no world war three. You know what I'm saying? Iran and all of them, they don't have a, a huge ally to back them. It'll be different if they had, if they went to North Korea and they did some wild shit in North Korea, that'll be different because Russia is actually back in North Korea. And then, you know, then they'll get into a fight and then guess who has to jump in Japan. Japan is right there. We ally with Japan. And you know what I'm saying? And then that's when this whole thing will just go on further, 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 further. You know what I'm saying? That's, but Iran, nobody gives a fuck about Iran. Nobody's going to give a fuck about Iran. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to care about that. But what they will care about is, uh, is, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if, if one of these world powers will go in and you know what I'm saying? But nobody cares about Iran, but the thing is, um, that's what happened. Right. And you know, they, they, they were going at it. And I even said, I'm like, listen, this whole world war three thing, this is all for loneliness. All right. This is all bullshit. Let's not get harped into this whole thing because this is all nonsense. It's not going anywhere. It's not going to get to any place that is going to be beneficial for everybody. Trust me. It's not. And on top of that, this only affects white people. Let's keep it real. It doesn't affect us. This only affects white people. Let's look at all the major events that happened from two down from 20 years. Let's just look 9 11 that only affected white people. I know some of you guys has was blown clean off right now. I understand that, but let's be completely honest. That only affected white people. Those, them twin towers, they were the representative of white power. You know what I'm saying? That only affected white people. Let's keep it real. 
white people who are the ones who were feeling real American. You know what I'm saying? They're the ones who feeling real American. We're over here looking at each other like, uh, okay. You know that? Yeah, that's just fucked up. I understand that. That's just fucked up, but yeah. Yo, you know, I'm over here, you know, y'all motherfuckers, all y'all motherfuckers is always harassing us, you know, so we, you know, all right, cool. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? That, that didn't affect us whatsoever. The 2008 housing, um, crash again, the majority of people who got affected were white to the point where you had white wall street executives committing suicide opening up their doors, their windows and jumping to their death. This, this is what happened. This is what happened. It only affected white people. It didn't affect us. Why would it? Why in the fuck would it affect us? Then fast forward. No, actually going back. I'm sorry. Going back. You had, you know, um, um, Bush goes into war in Afghanistan, Iraq and all them other stuff. And the majority of people who were going over there and doing wild, crazy shit were white. We're white. That's it. It's to the point that white people are actually looked down upon and they're hated internationally, internationally. Other people don't care about black or Latin people. They see us as like, all right, cool. If you're white, you automatically view like, all right, you're American. We, you have a negative stigma about you. You know what I'm saying? This is a fact. All of this bullshit is affecting only white people. We should not give a fuck about this. Trust me. Yes. Are we going to get affected? Of course we are. Everything that affects America and, and, and white folks is obviously going to trickle down and affect us. Of course it is. But the majority of the people who are really going to get affected are white. Who cares? On top of that, if there is a draft, we shouldn't go. Black and Latin people should not go to no goddamn draft. I'd rather go to jail than any other goddamn draft. Okay. You know why? Because you shouldn't fight for a country that is still violating your rights. You shouldn't fight for a country that still sees you as a second class citizen. You shouldn't fight for a country that still views you as, as somebody that it's, you know, uh, like we can't, we don't even see you as a person, you know? You, we shouldn't fight for a country like that. We shouldn't fight for a country like that. Black folks are getting their, their rights violated left and right. Latin people are getting deported who are citizens here left and right. Why the fuck would we want to fight for a country like that? Even, even Latin people who are fighting for their country, for this country, actually, who going to Afghanistan and all that other shit and fighting blowing people's brains completely off coming back home with missing limbs traumatized trying to settle back into society are being deported because guess what we needed your body but now we don't need you no more but I, but i sacrifice for the country 
No, jefe, it's okay. Listen, Eugene, we don't need you no more. You know what I'm saying? Something we gotta be real about. Draft, suck my dick. Don't go. Don't go. I'm not gonna fight for a country that sees me less than human. Fuck out of here. And the question a lot of people are probably gonna ask, well, well, where would you go? White supremacy is global. I don't fucking know. North Sentinel Island, probably. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. But this is a fact. You know what I'm saying? This is a fact. Now, going into my next topic. Um, Dark History of America's War on Latin People, Part 3. The Guatemala Syphilis Experiments. Now, what does what what is the Guatemala Syphilis Experiments? Everybody knows about the Tuskegee Experiments, correct? Everybody knows about the Tuskegee Experiments. Everybody knows about what happened in Tuskegee, but everybody doesn't know what happened in Guatemala. Now, this is the thing. The Tuskegee experiments started in the early 1930s and ended in the early 1970s. Now this is the very, very crucial and different point. The doctor who went along to perform these experiments. His name was Dr. John C. Cutler. That's his name. And he basically went to Guatemala to experiment the STD syphilis on the people of Guatemala. Now, it says right here, young American doctor went to Guatemala to do medical experiments he was funded by the U.S. National Insurance of Health, basically the U.S. government, but did not make anyone healthy. Instead, he deliberately exposed 1,300 people to a sexually transmitted disease, which is syphilis. The reason why he went to Guatemala was because the, first of all, the U.S., the, the government over there didn't know what was happening to their citizens at all. It didn't know. The and on top of that, the doctor lied to what was happening. They what they said was that they were just um, looking at their uh, livelihood and how they were being treated and all that other stuff, health effects. At the same time, the Tuskegee experiments are really connected over here. At the same time they were trying to get their foothold in America, trying to do the same experiments over here as well. Now there's many articles right here. And the thing is that the Guatemalan said, okay, you can experiment on the people, even though we don't know what they, what it is, but you can only experiment on the people who are soldiers that are staying in U.S. military, you know, so U.S. military soldiers, but are Guatemalan citizens. Experiment on them. Prisoners. 
um, abandoned children, you know, in, in group homes or whatever the case is, you can experiment on them. That's, that's totally okay. Go do your thing. And they were experimenting on hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of children, hundreds of children to the point where they started just going out and just infecting prostitutes with it and seeing what happens. That's what they were doing. And this doctor was running it from the forties all the way to 1946 where he left, but the experiment still stayed. And we all know what happened when he left. He left to Tuskegee, Alabama to experiment on the syphilis, exposing syphilis to the black people in Tulsa, in Tuskegee, Alabama. That's what he did. And he still saw this as something good because there's recordings of this guy giving praise to what he did. There's recordings of this guy actually saying I did nothing wrong with the experiments in Guatemala and Tuskegee to him. That was all a scientific experiment experimenting on the people he viewed as inferior to him. That was a good thing. If you guys don't believe me, here's a clip. One of the doctors, John Cutler still defended the Tuskegee study more than 20 years after it was exposed in the press and stopped saying these individuals were contributing towards the health of the black community rather than simply serving as guinea pigs for the study. Even then, Cutler didn't want his guinea pigs to be finally treated for the syphilis they'd carried for decades. It would be undesirable to go ahead and use large amounts of penicillin to treat the disease because it would interfere with the study. It will interfere with the study. That is crazy. That is crazy. Mind you, after the Guatemalan you know, authorities and government found out what they were doing. They promptly kicked them out. You know what I'm saying? But by this time it was already too late because most of the people that were already infected in Guatemala were passing it on to their children, to their grandchildren, pass, already passed it on to multiple people. And the thing is that while it's a U.S. backed, you know, thing. They really couldn't do the Guatemalan government couldn't really do anything. You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, the doc, Dr. Cutler, that evil devil piece of shit was right now in the United States doing that same experiment on black folks. They were, they were doing the same experiment to black folks. And this is a thing that I keep on telling everybody. There's no difference between Latin people and black people. No difference whatsoever. White supremacy and white supremacists sees us the same. They treat us the same. If this isn't proof whatsoever, I don't know what is, but since this been uncovered because the Guatemalan thing has been buried and has been trying to be buried for a long time, but 
it's actually this is something very interesting what he said and i want you guys to to listen almost everything we know about the guatemalan study is from these notes and letters in u.s archives on friday the 9th we performed another experiment inoculating six patients with pus and treating three of them Dr. Cutler's own correspondence, this one to his boss at the Public Health Service in New York, reveals he was well aware they were overstepping boundaries. I hoped that it would be possible to keep the work strictly in your hands, without necessity for outside advisors or workers other than those who fit into your program and who can be trusted not to talk. Sincerely, John C. Cutler. So he was fully aware what the fuck he was doing. But they didn't care mind you they had penicillin the cure and they didn't give it to no one they never gave it to none of these people that they deliberately infected with syphilis not whatsoever they didn't do that to no one and this is my thing why would this goes back to everything i've always been saying why will we defend a country that has a history of terrorizing us? Why? Why will we fight amongst ourselves and start doing this dumb shit about having these fucked up ideologies that white supremacy fed us against black folks? Why? And don't get me wrong. Black folks, some black folks think the same thing about themselves too. Some black folks think the same thing. Why would y'all go against your best interest? Why? This is further proof that white supremacy sees black and Latin people the same. These experiments were going on for a long time. The only reason why it stopped abruptly in Guatemala it's because of the the government there mind you the u.s government knew exactly what he was doing and those experiments kept on going until the 70s in the united states the 70s the 70s we're not even close to 100 years from that it's not that long good news is that the people in tuskegee actually got reparations for those type of experiments because there were multiple people that died from those experiments there were multiple people that you know came out retarded missing limbs and everything they actually got reparations for that so that's a good news the thing is no one got reparations in guatemala for the involvement of what the u.s government did to those citizens no one, no one, no one, no one. And this is something we have to be extremely clear about. My people, this is something we have to be extremely, extremely, extremely clear about. When we start hearing people that, oh, uh, black folks, they don't have no culture, hearing people that oh uh latin people that you know they they claim white so leave them alone and all that other stuff they got nothing to do with us you know go worry about your own shit when you hear other people talking about oh uh, black folks they got low iq check them on that shit because in the end of the day 
we're in the prison and we're just fighting amongst ourselves of who gets more bigger scraps in the prison i want to get out of the prison you know what i'm saying that's something that we really have to look upon ourselves because we love infighting infighting that shit is easy for us you know what i'm saying that shit is easy but working together constructively oh man we can do it we can make it look beautiful too but it really takes that good amount of people to actually do your shit you know what i'm saying it takes a good amount of people to actually do your shit because mind you i can't do all this shit alone you know what i'm saying i can't do all this shit alone i need everybody's help and that's exactly how we gotta be we gotta be resourceful with everyone we have to really 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 look out for each other you know what i'm saying we really gotta look out for each other because i'm gonna be wild corner right now we all we got baby <laughs> you know what i'm saying we really gotta look out for each other, you know what I mean? Now, I hope you guys like what you heard. The first episode of 2020. Shout out to all of you guys. Remember, go out to my website, radicallatino.com. It's out, it's ready. Go all that. If you wanna donate, donate. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not forcing y'all to do it. I'm not asking y'all to do it. If y'all want to, it's on your own accord. You know what I'm saying? It's on your own accord. Also, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the same name. Radical underscore Latino underscore. And, you know, uh, let's make this year 2020. Let's make it more powerful than 2019. You know what I'm saying? Let's make it more powerful than 2019. And I want to end with this. I don't want you to agree with everything that I say. I'd rather you question everything that you were told. All right. I'm going to end it with that. Now, with that being said, I'm going to catch you guys next week. Actually, I'm going to catch you guys on my live stream on Saturday. And happy New Year's. All right. Peace. Thank you.